Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. I have to ask, can you say that in your sleep? Probably. That whole thing? Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'm Karen, and I had a branding of Ballard. Should we do our trials and triumphs? Caroline, yes. you know we love to talk about ourselves. <laughs> so This is everyone's, all the listeners' favorite part. That's right. For all of, of you course. who just started following. I'm kidding. <laughs> they don't care about the pros. They only want to hear about us. <laughs> well, Taryn, you were not in this episode. Might me. That we recorded in New York, but we're happy you're here. Yay. Hi. <laughs> for trials and triumphs. I'm so glad you guys can hear my voice now. We missed and that you. I won't be, I won't be silent the, for the next I won't hour. get to do the great job. The fun part. That's okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'll start. Do okay, it. Okay, do it. I am in this, like, I'll start with trial because I'm in, like, the weirdest funk, guys. The funk? Just the weird, yes. And I just want to be, like, honest about it because I feel unattractive and <laughs> I'm just, like, gross and I don't feel good about my house and I'm Is just Is it postpartum depression? Maybe. I mean, you just had a baby. Yeah, it can go on a long time. Oh. I don't know if it's that or the fact that I got this skin cancer that removed literally at the top of my, like, forehead. Right, and it's your scalp line. Yeah. It just pointed to it. Otherwise, it would not have known. Okay, wait. Can can I just jump in and say that I feel like you look amazing? Yeah. So, But you feel gross. You know how... I I mean, I know those things, too, aren't... Those two things aren't necessarily, like... Well, I know people out there listening and saying preach because it's like, I don't spend the time doing my hair in the evening or like in the morning and so I just feel like if it's not a great outfit all of a sudden it's like a wash of a day I'm like forget it I couldn't find a good outfit I might as well wear slippers how what you wear makes you feel a certain way and I think that translates to home as well like if you're sitting Mm -hmm. in a room you don't like you don't feel good yeah but so like you just feel like you haven't been nailing your outfits and your look lately (laughs) yes so I don't feel like myself Mm. And then I'm like, oh, I hope I don't keep slipping down the slope. Oh, no we're going to kick I'll you off the slippers. podcast. I know. <laughs> Roll up in my minivan with slippers on and be like, lesson. <laughs> I'm here. I mean, I feel like your outfits right have been really cute. I know. My sister's. I also am like very curious about how you're, I feel like you wear the same thing that you've always worn, like the color and like the fun stuff, but you're nursing too. And I feel like that would be hard and like pumping. So yeah, you gotta like, I don't know. I feel like you've been rocking it personally, but that's just me. All right. So maybe my, my trial is just my general, it's a general current phase. So, well, but triumphs, (laughs) triumphs are much better guys because I got, things done around my house lately you know how you have those few frames like setting against and not like cute setting against the wall on purpose mm. like i'm going to place this here and place this here what, when you say frames you mean art or empty frames art okay they have so things, like, stuff, things like stuck in corners that you're intending to hang uh-huh. yes and because i've had to do more baby proofing in my home due to there being mm. smaller children around now uh-huh. things have got to move <laughs> and be placed they got to be in their places or somebody's going to ruin them uh-huh. so um i like hung up art and i hung up this nice. basket in elliot's room that's a wall basket that's um it's for like a plant or like 
right now he has stuffed animals in his. It's it's petite, but it has horns on it, so it's like the shape of like an animal head, but it's That's a basket. Cute. cute. And cute. it's super cute. And I put it on his wall and I like shoved a bunch of stuffed animals on it. But it's been like sitting on the floor mm-hmm. with a piece of art next to it. All for this one little like nook wall, and I finally like it took two seconds. Yeah, you know those things that take yeah. literally get up and do it. But you have been doing them for like like you've been meaning to do it for like six months. But then you just did. Yeah, then it takes five minutes, and you're like, why did I not do this? Mm-hmm. I feel like you're far mm-hmm. away from your mic, but it's because oh. your belly is really ginormous. Yeah, I have to. You have a baby in there. <laughs> it's like, it's like eighteen Guys. inches deep. <laughs> she can't reach the table. <laughs> See, my struggle isn't even like real anything. in comparison. <laughs> you can't reach anything. Can I can't you? do anything. Like Aww. I can't lean over. <laughs> I need to push out of bed. <laughs> Things have gotten really dicey, but it's okay. Keep going. We're falling Let's apart about over your, here. I'm We're not. Karen uh, is holding us I'm together. I'm at high altitude, people. I'm good shape. No babies. <laughs> none on the way. Did you ever do your staghorn fern? Yeah. Oh, on that wall? Uh-huh. No, I did this. I did a shelf and did a uh, vine thing down. Okay. Cool. But now I want a spiky plant to go into this little basket in Elliot's room. Oh, to room. go on the head? Because I think it'll be hilarious with a plant sticking up versus so, like So you know what down. I did the other day? And I'm not necessarily um, a huge lover of faux plants, mm-hmm. but sometimes the situation calls for one. So I had this cute uh, like Buddha head that I had in my living room that you know had a hole in the head and you put a plant in it. Well, every plant I put in there I killed. Like, because it didn't really have the right drainage. It was cursed. Yeah. Buddha was cursed. It wasn't right. <laughs> and um, so finally I got a faux plant from Ikea. It's like yeah. two ninety nine. I don't know. But it's like little spiky hair that sits in the little Buddha. It's like a little round ball of hair. It's so good. Highly recommend the faux plant for the Buddha head planter or maybe for your horn basket wall planter. I described it so well. You're looking at me like I'm insane, but it was cute. No, I'll, I'll I, give you a picture. I want a picture because yeah. I'm like you. I feel I'm like, like we need to see blah. Blah. Yeah, I'll take a fake, picture. Yeah, it's Fake cute. plant blah, but I know, right? might look good. Yeah, you can't tell unless you touch it. That's really good. I promise. All right. Mm-hmm. We will attach it. Also, photo. that way there's no dirt in Elliot's room. You know? He's you dirty don't have to, like, enough. Put, yeah, but remember, it goes back like, to the whole, like, plants clean the air. Yeah. That's true. And he needs Good some, plan. like, okay, kids never need mind. to eat dirt. <laughs> Wasn't it, like, a pound a year or something you eat? Is it really? Mm-hmm, something like that. I mean, I, I'm not, a, like, a germaphobe, so I'm not afraid of dirt. I just mean, like, I feel like intentionally bringing dirt. It'll spill. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I would just floor. make a mess. Mm-hmm. But that's just. Oh, me. for sure. <laughs> I'm going to end up with it down the day bed, like running down my wall, like just <laughs> dirt. Anyway, but I was very proud of myself. And so that was my trial. That was Ooh, it. Good. Yay. Do you, I can go. I'll do I, Y'all go. Whatever. You go. You sure? We'll, we'll go. We'll go. What if you go to labor before we finish? <laughs> <laughs> I have too much to do before. All right. I do uh, that. So. Okay. So. Do you guys remember a million years ago when I had a trial trial that was my stupid magnifying mirror? And I oh yeah right. Do you remember this? This was a million years mm-hmm. ago, long time ago. So I have this magnifying mirror, so travel one, and every day I have to like make this leaning tower of Pisa to prop this mirror up there so I can see my face and tweeze all the unnecessary hairs out of it. 
which is important as you get older, ladies. It's important now. So I, had, I bring a trash can up. I put a shoebox on top of that. And then my mirror goes on top of that. You do this every morning? It's unwieldy at best. Yes. That's so annoying. I would mm-hmm. leave the trash can and the box. Well, they're not tall enough. And then I'm like leaning over. I want it like the right yes, height. You, okay. need, you deserve it. Yes. So I have been shopping for a magnifying mirror that mm-hmm. I could mount on the wall, hardwired in. But I'm thinking, okay, I have, to have an electrician. It's going to be complicated. It's going to be expensive. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and so every like six weeks, I'll go online and I'll do a little research. So last time I found one, because I want to get good reviews too, because it needs to be bright enough. It needs to have the right magnification. Mm-hmm. You know, it needs to not be ugly. Mm, it's a long list. It has a very... Right? <laughs> it's a very specific item that you need. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And they're not generally attractive. Okay. Right. But I was just going to settle for not gross. This is really at this point what I'm going for. <laughs> High <Okay>. bar. Right. <laughs> so I finally found one. It had really good reviews. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, which I think everybody does now, like you get the name and item number and then you go Google it and find out where you can get the best price. Well, guess who had it front gate? Nice. Our sister company where I get an employee nice. discount. Ha, ha, ha. So I ordered it. <laughs> and it's not even hardware, y'all. You can hardwire it if you want, but it's battery operated. Oh, It takes like nice. two Ds or something. You mount it on the wall. There's no cord. Um, and it's great. So does it come out? Like, can you pull yeah, it's it out? a swing arm. Oh, a swing arm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's flush up against the wall when you're not using, and then it swings out right at my little eye level when I'm So I it. couldn't see in it, and you couldn't see in it, it because also tilts. of height. Okay, great. Yes. So you could gaze <laughs> well, up into it. I feel like that's one of those things that you would should do in a bathroom renovation that you just don't, you don't really think, think about mm-hmm. and then you're like god if i had had i mean because you have the electrician there you can have it all hardware like you can do everything mm-hmm. and i feel like that's a good reminder Add to people to that are maybe doing a bathroom reno yeah like think of it yeah and where you put your plugs this is because i'm having an electrician come in to install a towel warmer like you have oh, yes. and move some of my plugs in my bathroom because we put a sono speaker in there well now there's nowhere to put it so I have it like in a window with a cord coming down the wall, going to the middle of the wall where all the outlets are in the bathroom, which I, I can't I thought the stand. Sonos were in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. They're just oh, freestanding okay. speakers. I- so I hate that. That's gross. You know, I have my cord issues. Mm-hmm. She does have cord issues. Ugh. I don't know. A lot of things like that. Think about where you're going to plug in your hair dryer. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to unplug it every day. Where can it plug and sit all the time and you won't look at the plug? Do you want to have a lamp in, a in the bathroom? Like a cute little lamp somewhere. Where could you plug that in? Where are you going to put your speaker? All that stuff. Think about it. Or your electric toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Or your water pick. i people put a plug in their medicine cabinet. Yes, very smart. I love a medicine cabinet. Can we talk about that? Because I feel like they're very overrated and I think they're amazing. Underrated. You feel like they're yes, underrated. Yes, I feel like they're very underrated. They're nice. You know, because you got your toothbrush behind there. Mm-hmm. Everything's like tucked away. I don't know. It Yeah, it's especially if you don't have a lot of under uh, mm-hmm. cabinet storage. If you have a pedestal sink. And like... I feel like in your in so we have like a big cabinet in our bathroom and I feel like stuff it's so deep that stuff gets lost especially like little toiletry items and like a medicine Ugh. cabinet is only so deep yeah. so it's you just have one layer yeah so it's just it's it stays organized really and also well. people don't leave all your stuff out on the bathroom counter I hate put it away I hate every day yeah like have your makeup in something you pull it out you put it on you put it away I'm Don't not gonna lie. We have a pedestal sink, and I am so glad because yeah. it forces you. I mean, there's nowhere to put stuff. So, yeah. although I have seen people who have so much makeup that they like to have it like sort of out on display, almost. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not that girl, but 
Um, yeah, I'm not. Mine's not like a the nice real housewives like of Beverly things. Hills do that. I've seen that. Yeah, if you have beautiful makeup, sure. But mine, yeah, my, yeah. the stuff I'm that yeah. stays like on the old makeup brushes that are. <laughs> so you want to hear my trial? Yes, mm-hmm. it has to do with my triumph, which is so I'm all excited. I'm pretty handy. I mount it. I mount my thing. Follow my instructions. Oh, nice. Easy peasy. So I get it all up there. Um, it's Uh-oh, crooked. Did you measure? Of course, I didn't measure. <laughs> But it wasn't really a measuring project, you know. She just had a mount at the hider. She looked straight yeah, up. Yeah, I looked at it. I did it all. I, I mounted it up there, and it's crooked. So I have it centered under my sconce. But the way that the mechanism is in the item, and I, I don't feel like this is my fault. I feel like the way that they, like, drilled the holes in the thing. It's their fault. Well, sure. It's definitely you, their fault. If you put the plate on so that it looks um, – Symmetrical, you know, has three screws. So if you put that on so it looks like they're all lined up and then you attach the lamp on top of the plate, the mounting plate, it's crooked. So you have to make the plate look like it's crooked. Oh, it is. Um, And then you put the lamp on. So I, oh my gosh, it made me insane. You know, it's like worse than a cord. Um, Having something (laughs) not quite straight. So Jim Mooney fixed that for me. Thank you, dear. I love you. The end. But you, you didn't end up with like too many... Just big old holes. Well, because that's the problem too. Because yeah. like you only needed to move an eighth of an inch, and then right. the hole's that's already the an eighth of an inch, and then you've got like then it's gonna yeah. flop around. Well, he did it somehow. He magically fixed Joe. it. You I magic. Joe. You'll never hear that, but <laughs> I'll tell you. I thanked you. <laughs> you can record. You can fast forward to this right. little spot and make sure. <laughs> okay, so my trial, my trials and triumphs. Let's see. Um, my trial is. Uh, okay basically the <laughs> in, in a nutshell um i don't think that i've ever told you all about our awesome neighbor but he's like the handiest person in the world and he, what's his phone number <laughs> he truly he has like a lowe's in his basement he's like tim the tool man and he always has a project yes. going on so basically in a nutshell he and will decided that they wanted to figure out how our yard was going to drain and they were going to dig up the space in between our yards and put in drainage. Mm-hmm. So they, like, rented – or well, he rented – Will, like, designed the drainage. They, like, rented a mini excavator. It literally looks like a mini, like, a tractor with, like, a, yeah. an arm that you – yeah, like a – Did you drive it? No. I wasn't getting on that thing. It would be kind of fun. Um, it it looks like a toy. I would too. It looks like a toy. It was weird looking. Anyways, um, Bob the Builder. So essentially, my trial—they've got it all fixed now. But essentially, the trial is that our yard is like completely ripped up. There's no grass. It's mm-hmm. just all dirt, and it's just—is it going to get fixed? Um, Have they given up and moved on? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. Well, started our heads. It's just, yeah. we got bored. <laughs> No, the drainage is in. They have to put back up our fence. Like, we have a privacy fence between our yards and then, like, gates on both of us have a gate, right? And so they have to put back the fence, put back the gate. Then we have to, at some point, sod our yard. Right. But the grass that Will's thinking that we have to sod it with, you can't plant till the fall. So, mm-hmm. well, thank that's God it's almost fall. Right around the corner. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so it's just like a big, like, dirt. Pit. Plus in Atlanta, in it's been raining a lot. Oh so my it's god, muddy. it's been raining like crazy. Yeah, torrential thunderstorms. So that's not fun. But anyway, so we have a mud yard. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. So we have some challenges in our backyard that we're 
and we're about to have a child, so we're not going to like be getting to those Mm-mm. honeydew that well, honeydew list. Get outside, Will. Fix that. I mean, I guess what's going to happen is we're just going to call someone to sod the darn thing and whatever. But anyway, so that is my trial. All right. But if anyone's okay. available, write <laughs> to Caroline. The thing that was so annoying is that this was not in, on anyone's radar. And then all of a sudden, Will's like, hey, on Saturday, we're going to like uh, put drainage. I'm like, what? Where I did get this that, come though, from? Like where you just sort of get this hair. Yeah, he got, they got like a wild hair. hair and and when you rip it up. Oh, I hate when they don't tell you with enough. I don't know. It's like just something that's not done in one day. Like if it's not done in one day. Yeah. I need to know. But who told us, who gave us that tip? Was that um, Chip Wade who said, if you can't finish a project in a weekend, it's too big for you. Mm-hmm. You need to outsource it. Yes. You need to have Will listen to that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It took two weekends. But it's not finished. <laughs> okay, true. The drainage aspect is finished. Oh, that's good. Okay. It's just the putting it back, like putting back the fence. That part is Mm -hmm. the non-finished part. So anyways, okay. Well, so let's talk about the good things because I was re-listening to this the rest of the episode with our guest, Liz Bauer, and I forgot that I asked her a question during the show. And um, so we'll kind of talk about it later. But basically, I had this whole dilemma about some some paintings that Will was doing for me. And the mat. Mm -hmm. The color of the mat. the, The color of the mat. Um, on the pre-made frames that we got was like more of a gray white and then the the frame itself and then the watercolor paper he was using was more of like an acru. And so I was like all concerned that it would look weird. Well, we'll finish the prints and we hung them all up and they look amazing and I actually kind of like the gray. They look so good. Because you put it on your Instagram. And I the did, show yes. notes or something. They look so good. Yeah, they're in the show notes and they're on Instagram. But um, anyway, so that was my trial. So I just wanted to say... Thank you to Liz for, like, making me not – well, I also at one point considered having new mats cut, and Will thought that wasn't completely insane. Mm -hmm. So he's really grateful that I didn't do that. Um, But anyway, she just – she gave me the confidence to do it. So I really appreciate that, and it looks really good. So I – if you haven't seen the show notes, then go check them out, and I'll put a pic in there. It really is cute the way you did it so. with the sconces and then you integrated Thanks. it on the wall. It looked really great. Yeah, so, I was jealous. I'm searching it right now because I don't remember it. Because you don't care Essentially, enough to pay attention to the podcast. Essentially, the gist is that over the dresser in the nursery I where the changing see. table mm-hmm. is going to be, or the, the dresser is the changing table. He painted table. all those for you? Uh-huh. They're he really did a series of 10 botanical watercolors and so we just popped them into cute. like five by seven frames or maybe they're eight by ten i can't remember and um now i'm on the wall yeah so good job anywho that was my and i was very concerned that he would not finish them all in time but he did they look awesome and i'm very happy he had time to finish them and start a yard yeah (laughs) he has been busy he has Mm -hmm. been super busy i have been asleep for like nine months now do you think that you're gonna be (laughs) on any more podcasts after this Probably not. All right. So you'll be in our episode part, but you won't be in Trials and Triumphs for a little while because you're going to go off and have a baby. Unless this baby lady thing is l- late, in which case I'm going to be very grumpy. In- <laughs> <laughs> Her trial but will be like, but baby. <laughs> I am pregnant still. That is my trial. <laughs> 
But um, no, probably. I hope this is the last one. All right. So we'll Taryn and I will try to be trying yeah. outfit and hold down the fort, guys. Without you, I'll have better ones next week, guys. Yeah, you need to ramp up your game. I I explained why mine was bad. It okay. was the actual bad. The bad was the trial. Anyway. We're gonna get you through this. We are got this. Yes, I'll counsel you through it. <laughs> All right. I feel like we should introduce our guest now. Yeah, let's get in there. Okay. We're in New York this week. Taryn is not here. She, We miss you, Taryn. But she is in um, Atlanta on, on maternity leave at home. So we miss her, but we're happy to be here. And we have an awesome guest for y'all. So we're excited about that. You are going to love her. Her name is Elizabeth Bauer. She is a native New Yorker. And you got your start in the design world by opening your business or your shop, I guess, in yes. the West Village, yes. 2007. And Long it time seems ago. <laughs> like that just sort of grew into your into your design business. It did. Um, I always like had my hand in design. My mother, growing up, always had her hands in design just for fun. Um, and I always like loved flea markets and collecting things and a good deal. And it got to the point where my father said, "If you don't get this stuff out of my garage, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna." give it away or put it, light it on fire. Oh, so you would him, just buy it and hold oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To him, it was junk. To me, yeah. it was like, I can do, I can repurpose this. I can make this beautiful. And he thought I was crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to get rid of it all. So I, um, you know, I was ready to go out on my own anyway. I had been mm-hmm. working for an interior designer. And um, so that sort of gave birth to Elizabeth Bauer Design, or Elizabeth Bauer was the name of my shop down on Greenwich Avenue. And... Um, the rest was history. And my dad to this day is like, I can't believe people bought that stuff. <laughs> um, and you had no retail experience. You were just like, I'm no, doing it. No, no. That's, that's funny. I've never actually thought about that. Um, no, no retail experience. Because that's a, that's a hard job. Running a shop seems like, oh, I'm going to like be in this beautiful space. But it is a lot of work. No, it's a ton of work. It's seven days a week. Um, you know, most of it was vintage and antique. So it's a ton of hunting and gathering. And what happened was it did really well at first. And then I was calling my father saying, like, what do I do? I need to go find more. Yes. You know, and then I had to bring on like a part time yeah. employee because I couldn't be hunting and gathering at the same time selling and, you know, right. on the floor. And so that's really how it started. And, you know, I started in 2000, well, really 2008, um, beginning of 2008 and um, with the store. And it was sort of a scary time, you know, economically. Yes. And yes. Every, everyone else was crying, you know, poverty and people are strolling into my store and saying, can you help me with this? I need to redo that. And I was like, you know, it was a great business model. It really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2007. You're like right in there. Oh, right in there. I mean, I, like five months later, Lehman crashed, you know, yeah. it was six months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me this, when you, when you open your shop, it's doing well, the people that are buying it, are they just decorating their own apartment or is it designers for clients? It was both. I mean, at first I think it's just word of mouth, people, you know, I was Greenwich Avenue, which is sort of the link between the West Village and Greenwich Village. So you have tons of townhouses and pre-war buildings and lots of young families. And so at first it's just people walking in off the street and then word got out and, you know, I got a little bit of press and, um, you know, decorators started to come in and I offered, you know, design discounts and I'd often like 
designers would call and say, do you have this? Do you have that? And I'd say, no, but let me see if I can find it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I had pickers sort of all over. I develop relationships. Yeah. Oh, really? Do you still, do you still use those people to help you find things for projects? I do. Yeah. I do. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a different ball game now. Um, mm-hmm. When you're buying to resell and put some money into something and fix it up and reupholster it, lacquer it, uh, and give it like a new life, um, it's a little bit different than the level of design I'm doing now where mm-hmm. it's sort of, I don't have that time to really hunt and gather and fix up and re, right. you know, repurpose. What was really great about the store is I used to call it my design laboratory because I was my own client. So I could take great risk and you know, do crazy things, put four fabrics on one chair and lacquer it hot pink. And, you know, be re- people were like, what are you doing? And then someone comes in and is like, I'll take it. Yeah, and you're perfect. like, there it goes. Like, you know, so um, I miss that part of it. Yeah, I do. Well, that was going to be my question. It's like if you buy something, you want to, you know, kind of zhuzh it up a little bit. How do you decide which direction to go? Because you could probably you go, go in so many. Yeah. I mean, listen, you guys talk about trends and design trends all the time. So I would say that, you know, there are always influences. Mm -hmm. Um, In 2007, 2008, it was sort of like, you know, I did a lot of like designers guild fabrics that had like, you know, cut velvets and florals and hot pinks and turquoise. It was that was sort of of the moment. And I did a lot of lacquering. I mean, you know, a Louis the 14th style chair, lacquer it black and high gloss or off white and then put really fun fabrics on it. Um, That was sort of of the moment or on trend. Um, And that's sort of how you, you know, or or I'd be working on a small design project at the time. And because I was just also starting my design business and I'd be in the D&D and I'd be like, this is, you know, see a fabric I love and do camo, for example. I remember I bought these Chippendale chairs. My mother thought I was crazy because (laughs) Pierre Frey had this, maybe it was Boussac, Fadini, I can't remember. But it was a camo fabric. And I did the seats, black lacquer, Chippendale chairs with the seats and camo. I mean, they flew out the door. And my mom was like, who would buy those? (laughs) This is New York City. Like, if they were the ugliest things ever. And she's like, I mean, I hope you didn't pay for that fabric. (laughs) That's awesome. That is amazing. Karen, you're wearing camo today. It's just perfect. See, 10 years later. Camo's a neutral. It is. It really is. Everything. I mean, it's so funny. I'm surprised you can see me because I'm wearing camo. (laughs) Well, we were just talking um, before you showed up about your, the house that was in the March issue of House Beautiful. Yes. It was March, right? Yes, yes March. Yes. Oh, March of last year. March yeah. 17. Well, mm-hmm. we were just talking about it because we were looking at the photos yeah. and- And that lacquered living room. Yes, I know. speaking of lacquer. So it's, the whole gone entire room is ceiling, trim, walls, everything, everything. is lacquered in the same sort of everything. aqua color, so like a light aqua. It's, it, you know, and this is like a problem too because so many readers of House Beautiful have written in and anytime it's like posted on Instagram or somewhere in social media, they want to know what color is that. And, you know, I wish I could tell them, but when I work with my decorative painters and special finishes, I basically mix it on site. Right. So it's mm. not like a lot of times they use a um, fine paints of Europe, the oh. Holland lac, you know, oil based paint, which is a really brilliant, wonderful finish. Um, but then we add our own color to yeah. it until right. we get there because every room has different light. It's very like limiting to pick off a deck, even if there are 5,000 colors to choose it from. It sounds right? a little scientific. It's, it's it? scientific, but... Are you just one going of the, by gut? No, I mean, it's totally scientific. But what's so crazy to me is I'll say I have such a relationship with my decorative painters that I'll say, you know, I want it to be like a blue-green, 
teetering on mint, but not mint because that can go institutional. And they'll be like, okay, hold on. And like mm, within like amazing. 20 minutes, yeah, we have a few different, and I'm like, there it is, you know? Yeah. And so, but that wasn't always how it was. I mean, it took time, but that color is so soothing. And even on like a gray day, like it is today in New York, it's a beautiful color. It's soothing, you yeah. know? Yeah. One thing I wanted to talk about with it is that if you are reading the actual article, it yeah. is a farmhouse, but it I think if you were to just look at the shots and the rooms, you can see that farmhouse element, but it is so like sophisticated, mm -hmm. pretty. It's just pretty. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you. <laughs> and I, you know, right? And I, I it's not would, rustic at all. I would not have placed it in a farm. It's funny. House. It is rustic. I mean, you know, again, in these magazines, they do a great job of like capturing as much as they can. Mm -hmm. But if you looked at the floors up close, they're really mm. wide plank, antique chestnut mm. floors, um, and you know. The door, front door, has leaded glass transoms. And so you really do. And it's a Dutch door, the front mm. door. So there are lots of elements that you don't see. Okay. Um, when sense. my client bought the house, I would say it was much more farmy. But they're a young family, Manhattan, live in Manhattan, weekend out there. And they wanted something that sort of bridged the gap so uh -huh. that, you know, when they get out there, it was fresh and young and right. not just like a dated farmhouse. Okay. So tell us what is your favorite room that was not in the spread? Hmm. Was there any it's, space yes, where you were are, like, there are three, well, um, I love the master bedroom. That was not, there were the guest bedroom. One of the oh, guest. the blue one was yeah, the guest bedroom? Yeah, so that bedroom? was the guest bedroom. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And I, I totally, like, I love that room too. It's not that I don't, I mean, those fabrics and the bamboo headboard and. Um, but they can't show everything. You can't, exactly. Which is so frustrating. Which actually, you know, brings me to the point of like now with everything being online, Oftentimes, you know, in print, you're limited, you know, because pages cost money. But mm -hmm. like online, when you get press, it's great because you're not really limited. You right, know, right. it doesn't, it's just a click, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say the master bedroom and also the family room. What does the kitchen look like? So the kitchen was in there, but it. Oh, um, I saw the breakfast room. Yeah, that's part of it. Okay, right. yes. Um, so the kitchen's white cabinetry, the the gray, light gray, dark gray painted checkerboard floor. Um, so right over those wide plank floors, and you know, like you know, the cracks are and the gaps are wider, and so you really see the old floor through the paint. Yeah. Um, and it's basically just white wood and marble countertops mixed. Um, there's two Lindsay Adelman fixtures over the island and globe, just simple globes. And then my favorite is the bar stools are the French, you know, bistro stools. Oh, yeah. Where we picked those. our own colors and had them woven. And so those are like a pop of fun color. Yeah. But otherwise, it's just a very functional, clean kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about the painted floor thing because mm -hmm. you're in Nantucket Place, which we have to talk about as well. You painted the floors. It looks like a dark gray. It is a dark. It's like a battleship gray. Yeah. Beautiful. Maybe a little bit darker, but... Um, and we find people write in a lot talking about painting wood and it's, you know, should I paint wood? Should I paint mm -hmm. the paneling? Should I, I've got all the trim and it's wood color. I'm afraid to paint it. Painting wood floors, I imagine, is a big commitment. But mm -hmm. I think like maybe in your cottage, mm -hmm. maybe they weren't in the best shape. I don't they even weren't. know. They weren't. It's 100% correct. You know, I think that paint goes a long way, whether it's cabinetry, mm -hmm. whether it's like ugly wall paneling. Like my best friend just bought a house and in Denver and you know it has all this very 80s dated paneling I'm like just paint it all white right it's gonna be fantastic she's like yeah. now I gotta pull it down. I'm like, paint it all white everything everything mm -hmm. <laughs> just paint it white it's cheaper it'll it's be cheaper, cheaper than... and also like then it's a texture it's actually yeah. kind of nice you'll to have, have some yeah. dimension but getting back to the floors in Nantucket um so we were renovating this little cottage that came on the market right next to my parents house 
And so it was like perfect. It was meant to be. Actually, it belonged to the main house at one point. Um, so it was really great to bring them back together. Um, and it just gets to the point in renovating, as you all know, like something's got to give. Right. You know? Right. I'm um, done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I got at the bathroom and the kitchen and did all this or kitchenette, I should say. It's small. Um, and the floors were just like skinny, two inch, like old pine. They were filled in with bigger pieces that didn't match. And so, and I love a painted floor. And the other thing is, you know, I want to see sand. Like that house was designed for easy living, a quick weekend trip, you know, kids, sand. And it's so great because it's like a dark gray. It's all even. It's slightly reflective, which is nice because I do have throw rugs. Um, And you can sweep up the sand. You see the sand and Mm. you just like sweep it into a corner and get rid of it. Yep. Done. The end of the weekend. I think they're the most charming thing. They are. Yeah. And that's just it. a solid one. So, I yeah. mean, you know, I've done crazy painted pa- patterns. I did a beach house on the Jersey Shore where I did a nautical rope grid. Oh, so it was checkerboard, cute. but it was made of rope. Wow. Um, which was a big, big job. Um, <laughs> I'm so, sure. But it, can oh my as, gosh. it can be as, you know, dramatic and intense as that and involved. and Or it can be just rolling out paint you know i mm-hmm. i think it's a you can almost do it yourself right yeah um i say that <laughs> have you ever done it yourself no, i tried painting my dressing room once in my old apartment before i was married and my my mother was like i mean there was paint everywhere everywhere <laughs> she's like, i think this is gonna be your birthday present i think we're gonna have this repainted yeah i mean i, I was like say it was uncomfortable to look at <laughs> But now with like YouTube and like you can actually like figure it out. I yeah. didn't. I just went at it. But you have to have the discipline to do it and right. And the patience. Yes. And the patience. Yes. It is a job yeah. you know, for a patient like, person. You know, talking about painting woodwork, I mean, the most important thing, people always, clients are always saying, why is it so much money to lacquer? You know, like you're talking about that living room. Um, mm. It's not the actual paint or the adding the final coat. It's the labor. It's the prep. Yeah. It's oh. all the prep. Oh, so yeah. anyone at home who's going to like do it yourself, sand it as well as you can because then you need to prime it and that needs to bond. And so mm-hmm. without, you know, without doing proper prep work, it's going to look crappy. Yeah. And I'm the most impatient person in the I world. Am too. You know I what I mean? mean? I don't have time for that prep. No. I'm and just trying to slap that paint up. And you like, let's say you do decide to sand yourself and you miss a spot and then you do the paint. Well, forget it. You're going to see it. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, and stare at it for the next five years. Yeah, but do can, nothing it can be it. done. It can be done. Just uh, patience. I think the best money that we spent when we bought when we bought our house was just to have the whole thing, top to bottom painted. painted. Every closet, every piece of trim, mm-hmm. cabinets, everything. It just it feels so creates fresh, a clean slate for you when you. Anyway, all of my friends that buy a house, I'm like, just paint it now. Just um, do it same now. With floors. Yeah, refinishing floors. I can't True. tell you how many oh, clients don't are like, do it you know, later. Oh well, this house is fifteen thousand square feet. Like, do you know what it's gonna? I'm like, it's going to be the one thing that you're going to say, I wish I had done that because it becomes so much more costly to have someone move all the furniture and redo them down the road. Um, I actually have a meeting this afternoon with a a new client that we're doing just that. We're redoing the floors before anything else because, you know, like so and and you have to allocate your funds, you know, maybe you can't have like the gorgeous drapes or the sofa or everything at once, but get the, I always say, get the bones right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when you're talking about redoing wood floors, is there a tone or a color palette that you feel like is the right one right now? It's really hard because I think it depends on, you know, your environment. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like when people 
want to paint their floors most of the time they want to brighten the space up mm-hmm. you know unlike my nantucket cottage where i went with a dark dark gray but that was because it's more of a historical like color and it was a neutral and i have these bright vintage keelan rugs and i wanted something to really contrast and i wanted to see the sand um mm-hmm. which sounds funny but it's true um <laughs> I would say like light, you know, light grays, not white. White is, it can be a base. Um, mm-hmm. I'm doing a floor, a floor right now that's black and white in like a deco apartment or painting the kitchen and mudroom, black and white checkerboard. Um, so you do your base white and then you paint over the darker color in the mm-hmm. red. Um, grays are always really nice mm-hmm. um, because they're not yellow whites. They're not dark. You know, just gray. sort of a neutral yeah. background. But grays are also really hard and challenging to pick. I know yeah. that. I mean, even as a designer, I would say blues and grays are the hardest shades to look at a deck and say, like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so, but right. you can, you know, once you sand your floors, you can do tests, you know, and see yeah. what looks best. Mm-hmm. Is that because gray goes purple, goes blue? Exactly. All or those undertones and it, it are takes so on subtle. its surroundings, really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, on a especially like even natural light, you know, on a sunny day, it can look grayer. On a cloudy day, it can look bluer, purpler. Mm-hmm. It just depends what its base is. Right. How, what, on the, you know, all, all colors are sort of a, on a spectrum. In one of my, fir- one of the first houses that I painted the walls, I wanted it to be gray and did not test the swatches. <laughs> Big mistake. They were like purple. Oh, you yeah. know that weird gray purple mm-hmm. that's Mousy, like kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a pretty purple. Ooh, you're right. Yeah, and Mouse. I was like, oh. And then of course it was like we didn't really like have the time or money to repaint it, and so we're like, ugh, all right, I guess we're just living with it. My sister did that too. My sister did that too, and she's like, uh, it's it's purple though. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so hip now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now it's just like gray. Yeah. <laughs> So you have this tiny little place in Nantucket, yep. and you have a two-and-a-half-year-old, three-year-old. Uh, she'll be four next week now. Four-year-old child. Yeah. Um, and you guys go on it. If you Google um, One King's Lane. Yes. Um, they shot it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so cute. So talk to us a little bit about designing in a small space and around a child. You know, what yep. were the things that you had to consider, or how, how are you doing things differently now because you're also expecting another child, you know, in, in your home? What has had to change, um, if anything? Well, you know, it's funny. I always had clients with children. And before I had children, I remember with this one client, I was doing a nursery for her second child. And I found this gorgeous, like, French, like, Louis-style Bergère chair. And I was like, this is the perfect, like, chair, you know, in the corner of the room. It will look so pretty. We'll put this pretty velvet on it. And she's like, Liz, I mean, I'm, I can't breastfeed in that chair. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you have no idea, do you? So we bought this, like, you know, boxy you know chair I think it was like Serena and Lily and it's something upholstered upholstered you know and honestly it's the most comfortable chair (laughs) in the world and what's really funny is when the baby grew up I was pregnant and we were redoing the room getting the crib out putting the bed real bed in and it's pretty canopy bed and um she's like we'll just get rid of it and I was like I'll take it. I'll, I'll take, take it. it. And we, we, we to this day, like, and I recovered it and, you know, but it, it's just funny. I'm like, I can't, I can't believe that I, I have this in my house, but like, it is the most comfortable chair for like feeding a baby. Um, so I think like practicality and comfort have been big things. Um, 
you know, my husband and I both work, so comfort is a big thing. You know, on the weekends we get up to Nantucket, we just want to unwind, flop down. Sometimes we have wet bathing suits. We're like constantly out at the beach on our boat, um, swimming at the pool, like whatever. And I don't want to worry on the weekends. Right. Um, and I don't want to be constantly like, you know, yelling at Mary Jane, my daughter, <laughs> that, you know, oh, you have a wet bathing You know, so I, I did everything sort of in indoor-outdoor fabrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, some of it isn't, I have one chair that's not, and my philosophy on it is like nothing lasts forever. Mm -hmm. Like while we try to take care of it, I want to use it. I don't want to like, don't sit on that chair. You know, I believe in using it. Right. Right. You know, it's just, if if you're not going to enjoy it and use it, don't do it. So I think that's sort of my. Right. Don't let the objects be, you're slave to them. (laughs) And and people do, you know, like I use my wedding china every day, you know, because otherwise we'd never use it. Right. And then what's the point? Right. Why, so, why, why, why I mean, that's sort of my, and listen, do they get chipped? Do they break? Yeah, but at least we enjoy them. Yeah. So you replace right. a few, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I was curious about, you're married, you have, you have a daughter and one on the way. Do you get free reign to do what you want design-wise or do you have other voices that you have to it's funny you Please. ask. I mean, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes you do have yes, free reign. Yes. Um, I just, yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> that's good. My husband works for Bank of America, and it's like I don't get involved in that. I wouldn't even have the slightest <laughs> clue, you know, what with what he does or how he does it, or you know. Um, so he does give me pretty much free reign. <laughs> Within reason. <laughs> no, I mean, he's pretty good. He wants a, he wants some comfort. Like, he right. wants a comfortable chair, just like any guy. You know, yeah, like, true. they want a comfortable chair. They want a big TV. And beyond <laughs> that, he's pretty happy. I feel like that's that's pretty much every husband, yeah. every man. Mm-hmm. So, okay, how do you decorate around your TV? It's tough. I mean, I've, I have to say, since the flat screen TVs and they're getting thinner and thinner over time, um, I kind of just have learned to embrace them. Yeah. I mean, they're a big black blob is. on the wall. Um, it's funny. It just came up at a at a site, at a client meeting. You know, do we do the the regular big sixty five inch flat screen, or do we spend the extra money and allocate budget to the kind that's like a mirror, mm-hmm. so you can mm-hmm. pick a frame and put a mirror? And I'm kind of like, we all know what it is. Right. Either it's a you know big like mirror that looks ridiculous right. over the fire like fireplace yeah. or off to the side. Or we just put a TV there. We know what it is. Like everyone's gonna know those. Those are great looking, but they're still look like at right. the end of the day, they're not like a real antique mirror. You're not fooling anyone. I'm not fooling anyone. <laughs> and so my actually like my decision was let's just keep it a TV, which is like so funny because they for probably... years I fought that. But you know, you it's a fo- it's a focal point of the room, and right. you know your seating's all around it, and it's a television. Yeah, and take that money you saved and actually buy an awesome piece of art. Exactly, or like oh, for the other side of the yeah, room, put it to something else in the room. Right. You know, a great chandelier or anything. So I've learned to just live with them. Um, yeah. It's great if you can sort of like put them in a book, recess them in a bookcase or a built-in. Um, but you know, I I haven't you know gone are the days where you'd spend you know. on a special lift at the end of a bed or in a living room to hide the TV. Mm -hmm. I mean, people, like, we've all just embraced it. Yeah. And then the comfy chair, part two of the husband happiness factor. So... Husband happiness. We should have an episode (laughs) just called husband happiness. And let me add, comfort 
you know, their idea of comfort and our idea of comfort are two different things. Uh-huh. Like if True. I heard lazy boy one more time, I'm like, I'm sorry, no. Like, right. I'll buy a coffee table that you can put your feet on. Like, yeah, so that's you know, exactly so how you, are you solving that. You know, yeah, so Give buy an a ottoman coffee. Or you know, you have an ottoman or you buy a coffee table where you're not going to be worried about it and yelling at them to take their feet off or right. don't leave a glass on it because it's mm-hmm. going to leave a ring or a beer bottle or anything like that. Um, but like anything in marriage, it's compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, comfy chair. And also like another thing I've learned is I hate arm covers on chairs mm-hmm. I just they I, always fall off they always fall off they look 1970s mm-hmm. and not in a good way um <laughs> you know like you know in like southern Florida people would like cover their like sun furniture in like vinyl plastic yeah clear plastic we had one you of had those that? at our beach house yeah but, exactly. but did? yes oh god yeah Ooh. oh and it was also um like white with like splatter paint. Oh no. That was like the, the pattern thing, of the yeah. fabric. Oh, it's god awful. Also, there's nothing more uncomfortable when it's hot oh, I and you're wet and sticking to the vinyl. It's like, who thought this was a good idea? And it's, it's like that hot thick. Now when you vinylize fabric, it's like very thin and it's mm-hmm. like a much better thing. But <laughs> so those armrests remind me of like that like disheveled looking plasticky furniture. And so I like, a, you know, had these two like armchairs made for my living room and this beautiful fabric and threw those away because I just always do don't throw it away on your husband's chair keep it keep it mm. and when you have company come over take it <laughs> take off take it off yeah but I really like I have to recover my chairs because they're so worn yeah um, I have the same for my son my teenager mm-hmm. the chair he sits in every night filthy, to watch right? television is filthy and worn yeah right on those arms yeah. and I kick myself for also not having kept them those chairs now I have to get the whole chair like redone. four years old and I have to recover them mm-hmm. yeah um, because the arms are so much more worn so Anyway, decorating little tip: <laughs> keep those ugly arm covers and then and, hide them. When yeah, the guests put them come. under the cushion of the seat when people come over. Oh, that's okay. a good place. Yeah. I hadn't thought about yeah, that. Exactly. I'd put Man. them in a drawer and never see them again. Yeah, yeah. That's you know? why if they're under the seat, you'll remember. You know. yeah. yeah, yeah. Good tip. tip. And also, I do know that um, Ballard, like if you you have to special request those. I don't think they automatically come with furniture that we make. Okay. Well, I ordered the Larkin glider mm-hmm. in a Sunbrella performance fabric. Mm-hmm. Do I need to get those for my a glider? Those little arm covers. You know, things. you're going to sit on hurt. a nurse. Uh-huh. Yeah, dirty like. But it's a performance cloth. fabric. I, I, you know, listen. Those umbrella fabrics are really wonderful, and they will clean up. But it's the wear and tear. They're still going to wear. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, you, you're going to have like one of those. I forget what are those called? Like boppy, boppy things, things exactly. Yeah. Or when I had Mary Jane, my husband called me from the like Yummy Mummy store, which is like a breastfeeding store here in New York, and he's like, "Do you want the boppy or the my breast friend?" <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Our marriage has really come a long way." Total side note, and he also was like, uh, "Called me back." He's like, "So they're pushing these lactation cookies on me. Should I get them? They're like ten dollars." I was like, "Absolutely not! Like, get out of there! <laughs> Run! Run!" You know that when he walked into that store, oh, they were like. They were like Husband, yeah, totally, and you know it happens like twenty times a day. But anyway, sorry that was a side note. Um, but I would, I would just get them if you don't end up needing them or using okay. them. Right. You just have them. True. Yeah. All right. Keep them under the cushion. Yeah. Err on the safe side. Yeah. Is the Larkin fully upholstered? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would get them. All right. Mm-hmm. It's a narrow arm. It is. So it's not. It's but that's what I have, and it's worn because true. He sits is in it, it like every a square night. arm? Yeah. So you yeah. know those fit the. 
those little slip covers fit better, better and like are more tailored. Whereas like my chairs have that like Bridgewater English arm, mm. not so good. Mm-hmm. So okay. yours actually may just be disguised. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, here, let me go to You wanted question. to talk about this tiny spaces, too, of the Nantucket house. Yeah, I feel like small spaces are tricky. Obviously, you live in New York, so you mm-hmm. are already familiar with yes. um, working And actually, my space. studio apartment, which I lived in for 13 years down in Gramercy Park, um, was a studio as well. Like, it was a studio. I mean, my cottage at least has bedrooms. But, um, <laughs> and that, I think, is the best if readers want to, you know, or listeners want to look there. It's, you know, Lonnie Magazine. Ooh. And um, it was like 2010. We'll and, put a link to it so yeah, they can find it. Yeah, our studio mm-hmm. apartment. Um, and that I really, like, am super proud of because it was one room and I had bedroom area and, like, with wallpaper breaking, like, this one bedroom area and then it stepped down to the living room and then I had a little dining area. And so it really felt divided. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a rug separating and anyway, I think here's my thing about small spaces. They're challenging, but when you get, when you do them well and spend time on them, they actually come out better than a lot of big spaces Uh because there's so much thought that goes into them. Um, you know, you really have to be careful. You have to be Mm -hmm. so edited. There's no, there's no room for extra anything. Um, you don't have much room for extra accessories or, you know, your art placement has to be really well thought out. Okay, I totally um, remember your apartment. Karen, I feel like you would recognize it too. This shot of the bedroom, it's a zebra. Totally. Shot? Totally remember It's been around. That. It's like... It's like... <laughs> it's like your Pinterest famous. But it looks oh. so luxurious <laughs> in a small space. Exactly. And so you have the opportunity to, I want to say to like have more, be- get more bang for your buck, if mm-hmm. you will. Like, mm-hmm. because if you if you really saturate your spaces and you know all that is is like three layers it's wallpaper headboard and like great sconces with a fun shade Mm -hmm. but yeah it looks so rich and layered yeah so you know i think i think it's actually easier sometimes for me in smaller spaces Mm -hmm. to get a more sophisticated layered look but in your nantucket Bed, yeah. master bedroom yep super simple super and simple. paired back but that was sort of my whole thing there mm-hmm. um you know this is new york right. urban right um like a little bit chicer that's more like i don't want to worry about anything i want to pull the duvet up i i don't want to like head to the beach head, yeah exactly i don't want to i try to get away from it there yeah. and although i think it's pretty and fun it's just not the same level of but i but i think that's actually like a great point you don't have to have like everything layered and bright and patterned for it to just look clean and good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's right. two different ways of, of approaching it. Isn't that sort of the point of a vacation home anyway? It is. To get away from... I mean, think of going to like a, a beach resort, you know, or a hotel on the water somewhere. They're usually pretty tranquil and clean. Right. You know? Right. Enjoy what's around you. Mm-hmm. I do love the mix of, well, in all your spaces, but especially in the Nantucket living area of styles that you've got going on like an antique settee and then a you know a minimalist you know little side table and it's all really cool like you know one of my friends like I mean how did you like know this was gonna all work like you're saying they're like there's this like French settee Keelan rugs yeah yeah, there's Keelan rugs there's some lucite there's like a faux bamboo like Billy Baldwin style bar cart (laughs) um there's a deco glass and oak coffee table there's a Knoll dining table Hans Wagner dining chairs like so you put all those things in one sentence and it sounds like it won't go together. But I have this theory that if you buy what you love and you like, somehow there's a common thread 
you know, which is your eye that ties it all together. Mm -hmm. Right. It's I like mean, your closet. I feel like when you yeah, shop for clothes, you buy the things you love and then you get home and you're like, this looks great with that thing I bought three years exactly. ago. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I also think that, you know, over time, you add more to your spaces and they become more eclectic and collected and they, you develop more of your own style. Right. Right. One thing I wanted to talk about, and this is sort of going back to that, um, to the farmhouse in Connecticut, is I loved in the dining room and was sort of perplexed by, you had these chairs that were not Swedish. matching. Yeah, yet. Swedish. Oh, yeah. Antique Swedish. They're a different, very different style, Swedish mm -hmm. versus the really more farmhouse table. Mm -hmm. But they're also a different finish, but the finish is really close. So they're both sort of a wash, like a, a light, yeah. light yeah. So the chairs are like wash. a chalky gray-white finish. Mm -hmm. They're antiques, um, Gustavian Swedish style, uh, or Swedish. And then the table I had made by, you know, one of my woodworkers up in Vermont and wanted it to be just that, like farmy meets like farmy, but from a different land, you know, like mm -hmm. so chippy paint, ceruzed oak, um, and you can't be afraid, you know. I have I'm working on a project right now, and my client's like, I just it's a dark mahogany dining table, very traditional, two pedestal bases, you know, leaves right. that can go in the top. And she's like, I, I a painted chair around it, and I'm like, Yes, I'm yes, like, please. let's lighten it up, you know. <laughs> um, or you know, and maybe at the head and foot, like I've even used these from Ballard. They're great, those Parsons chairs. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have like painted chairs as the side chairs, and then Parsons chairs with fabric the on the ends and like, I, it's great. So I like to mix all different things. Yeah. Um, the safe thing to do would just make it all match right. and look like you went to a store and bought the whole set. Right. <laughs> no, I loved that they weren't matching. I think it was more that they were so similar that I was like, I would never have the guts to make because they so weren't close. like I could totally get doing like painted with wood. Right. But the fact that they were so close, I was like, oh, that. Because that's easy oh, to go that wrong. Seems so here's like one of the biggest things people fret about, I think. And it's like matching whites. Mm. So I, I, in that bedroom of mine, in my studio apartment, I remember when I put up that zebra wallpaper, the bat, the white in the paper is very creamy, almost like towards yellow. And then I mm -hmm. bought all this fresh white bedding. And I was like, oh, like, is this going to work? And I like hemmed and hawed. Mm -hmm. And and of course it's going to work. It works. Nice. Don't stress. Totally. I mean, yeah. like literally, like you can't, I just, I'm working on another house and the trim is like super, super white. It's actually a Benjamin Moore color called super white. Love it. It's great. It's a little whiter than I would normally go, but the house looks fantastic and my client's super happy with it. Um, but in the family room and kitchen, the wall color, we did like a slightly warmer off white and, you know, she was worried, oh, is this going to match? Is this not going to match? And in the end, like, she's like, okay, this looks good. It doesn't have to all be the same. As a matter of fact, you want some contrast. Mm -hmm. Okay. That has, we have gotten that question before about It's really about hard. It's whites. hard for me. I had to yeah. learn the lesson the hard way. These are things you can't learn in school or, like, be taught. You just kind of have to go with it. Yeah. Okay, well, then I need to ask you a question yes. about matching whites. Yes. And get your opinion. I was Ooh. just telling Karen about this yesterday. Okay, so over the dresser in my nursery that I'm doing, I want to do a grid of 10 prints. I'm going to have two sconces fill Pretty. in where the yep. missing ones would be. But I'm having my husband do some watercolors of botanicals for the- Is he an artist? 
He does little watercolors That's for me. So yeah, he, great. he does stuff for friends and stuff. That's really a useful husband. Isn't it's it? very. <laughs> I'm like, sweetie, um, I want some prints. I want you to do some watercolors for me. And he's like, okay, that how many? Fantastic. And I was like, 10. He's like, really? 10? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, the paper he's using is creamy-ish. Yep. And then the frame is white, but it's also creamy-ish. But then we got it and the mat. He's just going to put it in some like pre-made frames. Yep. The mat is really, really more gray. So I'm trying to decide, should I just put it in there, hang it up, see what happens? Karen's idea was to take some linen that I'm using in the room that's mm. a solid blue. Wrap just, the mat? Yeah. yeah and, and just like- Lay the watercolor on top of the linen. Or should I get edge. new mats cut that- There's 10 of maybe them. Maybe don't match, but are at least in the same color family. I, but I mean, like, does the gray mat, does it really bother? Is I mean, I don't know. Yet, I feel like done. there's going to be colors in these watercolors, and then right. I think it's going that's going to break everything. And it may actually be nice to have a gray as opposed okay. to there's a little more weight to it, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I say go for it. Okay. You own them. What's the worst thing that can happen? True. Will is going to be your biggest fan. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, we are not cutting new mats. If you crazy. have to replace them, you replace them. But yeah. I don't think that like having a slight gray over a slight acre is going to break is going to mess it up. Okay. I would say go for it. Okay, cool. Wow. Yay. A little dilemma. Problem solved. <laughs> Listen, it's always easier to solve other people's problems when they're not your own. Oh, my True. God. Yeah, with this second baby coming, I'm, like, redo, you know, like, moving things around the apartment and putting the kids in a different room. And um, I'm, like, okay, I'm going to do my master bedroom over. Oh, God. I mean, it's, like. Trying to figure that out. Oh, it's so hard because I like so much. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I'm, like. So what, do you have a nursery plan? Do you know what you're going to well, do? Well, I have my nursery from Mary Jane, from my first True. daughter, who will be four next week. Um, and so there are elements of that that I'll use. Um, but, you know, I'm going to move them into a bigger room. Okay. So I have to kind of redo it, new curtains. So this will be, like, they'll share a room. They're going to share a room, yeah. Okay, so that's tricky, like, having to do. But it's two girls, so, like, okay, I think it'll be okay. They'll be right. fine. That's good. That's probably yeah. convenient. I was, it was like, they couldn't share a room if it was a boy and a girl. I mean, they could for a little while, but. But not, I shared a room with my brother when I was Yeah, I mean, when you're little, you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a Nantucket house. Yes. Nantucket, I feel like, has a very nautical, Mm -hmm. they almost play up the theme a little bit. Yeah, New England, nautical, um, yes. And you have some nautical themed things throughout your house, some of which are very subtle, like, I, one thing I loved, I thought this was the cleverest ever. I'm just looking at notes. Oh, um, the boat cleat oh, cabinet the hardware. hardware. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Genius. thing, right? So talk to us about decorating a vacation home or a seaside having Without thing. too kitschy. Yeah, not yeah, too exactly. kitschy. You don't but, want it to be too kitschy. Um, where's the But balance? sometimes it's fun to have a little bit of that playfulness. like and, and also, like, the things I did use, like you were talking about, so just so everyone knows, you know, I have – built-in dressers and drawers and cabinets up in the master bedroom. And instead of knobs, I use these nautical cleats, which are what you would tie, you know, on docks that you tie your boat up to. So they're real cleats. Like, I didn't get, they're not, like, decorative from, like, a company. You know, I I went to a nautical hardware, you know, boat supply store and got this size cleats. Um, So smart and and clever. You know, they have like two holes, screw holes, I think, just like you would put them onto a boat. And so it's not like, you know, they're not like pretty flathead screws or anything, but they work. And so like that to me is like a fun little nod to the nautical 
Um, I'm trying to think what else that I've done. Oh, well, you know, my countertops in the kitchen I did out of teak, which is oh. what sailboats are used. And everyone's like, oh, are you so worried about those wood countertops? I'm like, are no. you worried about a sailboat that's all teak yeah. in the wa- in the salt water? No. I mean, you have to – there's some maintenance to it, um, much more on a sailboat right. that's exposed to the salt and the elements. Um, but no, it's just that look with the brass hardware. It feels very nautical. But that's a sophisticated way of doing it rather than like some cheesy way. You're right. So do, is it like a finished teak or is it – It's finished. Like it has, it has oil. A, um, it's it's oil? oiled and then it's um, varnished okay. like a boat right. would be. Because I, I, I was going to so say – So there's a protective layer of varnish over it. Right. It's not like the teak you would put on your furniture that you want to age. But if you didn't – it is that teak. Yeah. Well, it's the same teak, but it's, it's not treated it's stained. Yes. And, yeah, it's treated Because I was going to say, well, would you worry about your table that you stick outside no. in the rain? And the no, you wouldn't. The snow and the but, but that will you know, age. And, right. like, you wouldn't want to cook on, on it, <laughs> you know, will stain it. This is protected. Right, right. Well, you also had, let's see, like a little sailboat wallpaper in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, that Katie Ritter um, wallpaper. It's called Beetle Cat. It's super cute. Adorable. Yeah, that was definitely one of the first things I chose. So is it... So like I like to use things, sorry to interrupt, but like that is one of the things that, you know, working in the city and like suburbs of the city and, you know, Pennsylvania, and I don't always get the chance to use a little sailboat wallpaper but I love the turquoise and the orange and I you know that was one of the things that I have like a little like bin of things that I love that I will you know would like to use one day and that was one of those things so I you know never like get rid of things you know hold on to them because you never know right right as long as you're not storing it in your dad's garage (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's still it's like it's the family joke he's like I mean you really are making a living out of this (laughs) Well, I love that story where you were you apparently in your a teenager, your parents were like, you have to get a job. Oh, get yeah. a job. Oh, yeah. And, and you like, happen no. to go work for an interior designer. Yeah. And that's how you fell into yep. it. Yep. And then I wasn't so sure after college. So I went to work for Vogue for a little bit. And then I realized, like, I love fashion. And I think that they're very closely related. But I don't want to work in fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to buy it and read about it. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was Tori Malat yesterday. Same thing. She started in fashion. She was like, it was too brutal. It is. It's totally like it. It you see, and you know, listen. I think that it's the same. It's similar in any industry. You see a different side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. people read all these beautiful magazines, but there's a whole other you know behind the scenes that's a lot of work and hard, and you know, yeah. yeah. So, true. Grass is always greener. Some dilemmas from our listeners. Listeners. All right. Okay, so this first one is from Kate, and she just said, I just bought my first house, and we have a really long, narrow entryway, entry wallway. Wallway? Hallway? Hallway. Yeah. Narrow entry hallway. hallway. (laughs) There's not too much room for furniture, so I'd like to do something on the walls. What do you suggest? Uh, well, one thing I do in narrow hall spaces, we deal with that a lot here in Manhattan because, mm. you know, you walk in, you get off a main shared hallway with an elevator and then you go to your apartment door. And oftentimes it's a narrow hallway, even if that first 
door into your apartment is not a narrow hallway, there's going to be a narrow hallway somewhere in your apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, And most of the time they don't have windows and so they're dark. One great way to do it is like if you put like a piece of decorative molding along the wall at the chair rail height, Mm -hmm. you can paint or you could wallpaper, you could paint the bottom and then wallpaper above it and it gives it like a layer that makes it a little livelier. Mm -hmm. Um, You could do, you know, a solid trim color on the bottom and just like a fun floral or pattern with color on the top or if you're cleaner and like have a little bit more of a tailored aesthetic maybe you just do like a texture like a grass cloth um, pretty beautiful something like that yeah that'd be pretty a grass um, cloth with a metallic yeah the other thing you can do is like you were talking about your nursery earlier doing a collection of prints i find mm-hmm. that does just as much um find or do a gallery wall like just collect as many different totally unrelated prints paintings frame a scarf all different things a silk scarf or an old textile and like gallery hang them I mean I think that's really in right now I mean I think it's always been in but I think they're getting a lot more attention and it's always interesting because everything's different it's not monotonous down this long narrow hallway right and it's just a bunch of stuff you love exactly like you were saying earlier I mean that'll always work right always so anywhere and it makes you happy. It's yeah. stuff you let you found. Well, I love that idea that when you have a bunch of different things on a hall like that, that are all different. When guests come, you know, it'll be a journey for them to go down there yeah, and, and go, oh, look at this and look at that and look at this. The other thing is when you move from one space to another, so this woman, Kate's just moved into a new space, you always end up with like, a, at least I do, a pile of art that you're like, where is this going to go? Mm-hmm. You know, it was, yeah. like it had its own space before and that's the perfect place to like, Put it all yeah. like a you know a gallery wall of it, and don't worry about when you hang it. Like everything has to be you know two and a half inches apart and centered. Just kind of let it be organic, yeah. right? Grow too, and exactly you can add yes, to it. Right. add room to grow. Yep. All right, Kate. Good. Perfect. Listen to our advice and send us pictures. Yeah, we want to see the after. <laughs> all right. The next one is from Elizabeth. I love dear how to decorate. <laughs> Very formal. Yes. Um. She says, first off, I just want to say that I love your podcast. I think you all have great chemistry, and I love the advice and topics that you cover each week. After listening for many months, I have finally decided to send in my decorating dilemma. Yay, Elizabeth. We have lived in our home for eight years. The one space in our house that I have always wavered back and forth about is our kitchen. We have high-quality cherry cabinets with the trend of going lighter. I have have been debating for some time about painting the cabinets. I go back and forth because I eventually would love to renovate our kitchen. However, the home came with high-end appliances, so my main motivation for renovating would be to change the style and layout. Currently, the countertops are off-white Corian, and we install the off-white backsplash. So my question is, should I hold out on painting my cabinets and wait to renovate, say five years out budget-wise, or would painting them be sufficient for an updated look for several years to come? Any other suggestions? Also, I'm taking into consideration that if I paint the cabinets, I should probably replace the granite on the island. All right, Liz, take it away. Thoughts? Um, what a pretty kitchen. It's so spacious. It really I'm is jealous. in that open floor plan um, into the living room or family room. I Listen, I'm all about painting white, as I said earlier. <laughs> um, I think that, and this is one of those things like, you know, Elizabeth has one off-white countertop, a different, slightly different texture and color backsplash. And then, you know, I'm going to tell her, yeah, let's paint those cabinets white. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would not worry. I would first of all, I wouldn't worry about the granite. I think it's going to actually showcase the granite on the island once everything's white. It's going to be more. It's going to have more contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what's nice about the cherry and the white countertops and the white backsplash is that you do get that contrast. But I, I, I get it. I mean, you want to lighten it up. Mm-hmm. It's like your floors blend right into your your cabinetry. Um, you know, it's funny. Like men generally don't want to repaint a wood. That yeah. men love darker wood. Women are like, no, let's paint this. Let's lighten it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I say you paint it white. Paint it an off white. I mean, it's hard for from the pictures to tell you what color to paint it. But I would try like Benjamin Moore Dove White Dove. I would try Benjamin Moore Ivory White, which is the number nine twenty five. I use it all the time. <laughs> if it if it needs to be a little yellower, if it needs to be a little grayer, there's a color called Dove Wing. Um, by Benjamin Moore. And then I also would paint your walls a white or a gray white. And All I think, the same color. Yeah, yeah, and I just think it will like really brighten it up, pull it together. And I don't, honestly, I don't think you have to renovate. I, don't I think you just paint the walls a different color, leave the countertops, leave the bag splash, leave the island granite and paint away. And I think it will be really, really chic. It's going to yeah. make it a whole different space. And you can tell from what Elizabeth has done um, that she likes light. Yeah. You know, she's got absolutely light bar stools and light dining chairs and a light white chandelier and her you know, her living mm-hmm. room looks really light and airy and kind of spa blue maybe. So I think, you know, you can tell, I think that she's sort of craving that look, mm-hmm. but just afraid to pull the trigger. And five years is a long time to wait to renovate. Five years, paint that kitchen. And even I don't, if you're going to renovate in five years. Five you're not going to have to renovate. I mean, yeah. I don't see, I don't, uh-uh. I think it will look very updated and new, and I think you'll be very happy. Agreed. Yeah. It will look like it'll look like a showstopper. I think the only reason she would need to ven- renovate is if this is not a func. If this if kitchen is function not well. functional right. for her, right? That's a but whole it different. It looks like, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it doesn't seem like anything. And she didn't mention that. She has not. She did not she say she want to renovate in five years. No, I know, but she didn't oh. say like this is. I don't like the f- way it functions. Oh. So I, you I know think what I'm saying? Most people so, think that they have to like rip out their cabinets if they're not like mm-hmm. white. I mean, maybe that's what right. she's getting at. And I would say just paint. You don't need to renovate. You Agreed. don't need to replace your materials. Listen, Corian is like very in right now. It's super durable. So durable. Um, and you can get like that white you want. Or let that me, let me ask this. If so, um, she has this totally separate, very large island. She's got four bar stools up on it. So it's very generously sized and right in the middle of the room. You're saying if she keeps the, the um, countertop on there, yeah. should she do the island a, a, a different color or also the white of the cabinets? You could go either way. I mean, I, I'm a lot of people use you know, a couple different finishes of wood and a paint. I personally think you paint it all white. All white. Okay. And it just mm-hmm. is this bright, new, clean space. Um, but you could. You could take a step back and do everything and leave the island and let that have a little bit more contrast. But mm-hmm. I think the stone will look better with white yeah. rather yeah. than cherry. And I really like your suggestion of painting the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like an off-white Make the whole off thing one envelope of white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Yep. Elizabeth, it's, you've got a great house. Yeah. So, so um, I mean, clearly it's you got a lot of space and it's, you've got a nice nice eye. Cool. Good job, Elizabeth. Yeah. From North Carolina. I think it's, I think it's a super <laughs> cute kitchen. It is. Have us over for yeah. some wine. All right. I think that's it. So, Liz, um, thanks do you for coming share? over. Yeah, thank you yeah. for coming. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. Please tell everyone where they can find you. Now I have to go back to work. Oh, <laughs> and this dreary New York I know, day. I know. It's awful. Yeah, where can they find you? Instagram, website? Um, yeah, so my website is elizabethbauerdesign.com. And my B-A-U-E-R. 
correct. And my Instagram is Elizabeth Bauer Design. Done. Right? And we'll put links so, yeah. to it too. Yes, yeah, yeah. Of course. And um, I'm trying to be better about my Instagram. It's, you know, it's work. It's some people are so good at it. And I'm so impressed. Like so many of my colleagues, and I'm like, <laughs> And they're just like, you know, video, like, you know, those little <laughs> stories and they're like 10 a day. I have to like, I get nervous. I'm like, <laughs> what, how, what are people going to think of this like yeah. silly little thing that I thought was cool? Like, you know, like, so. We won't and, judge you. I mean, we will judge you, you but will. we won't tell you. you. absolutely will. <laughs> but thanks for having me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks. Thank you. We appreciate it. All right, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. And of course, subscribe to the show. We would love that. And send your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. Oh, and you can find um, links to everything we talked about. Elizabeth Solani. House Beautiful, Nantucket Studio, thing, One King's Lane. Yeah, all these good stuff. We'll put all the links in the show notes of the episode at howtodecorate.com slash podcast. And follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And until next time, happy, happy decorating. decorating.